Welcome back to Student of the Game Podcast. I'm your host, Tavares Ellis. All right. So the MCU own the rights of Alien vs. Predator now. That's big news. That's big news. So that means I think I'll give it about 8 to 10 years. We're going to see an Alien vs. Predator or Alien and Predator show or movie where the... Where they pop up in the MCU. That that is wild. Can you imagine being on the Guardians of the Galaxy ship and one of the members of the Guardians of the Galaxy attacked by a face hugger? And the face hugger actually gets him or her. Remember there's both there's there's men and women on that ship. And the, the xenomorph causing chaos on that ship just like the first alien movie or would it be more like aliens 2 where you had a lot of action you had the colonial army the colonial marines okay going up against the aliens but this time you will have the guardians of the galaxy or it could, it could be a situation where okay let's say you take some of the plot from alien 2 all right. Well, the Colonial Marines, their job was to go take care, take care of the bug problem, the Xenomorph. But unfortunately, they, they had no idea what they was dealing with, the Marines. A few of the scientists knew, but they failed to share that information with the Marines. Why? Because they their mission, they did not want to kill it. The Marines wanted to kill it, seek and destroy. But the scientists, their mission, uh, Paul Reiser character, he wanted to, he did not want to kill it. He wanted to weaponize it. All right. So can you imagine, let's say, for example, the Colonial Marines, they're stuck and they're down to their last straw. And then, bam, guess who shows up? Guess who heard their signal? Guardians of the Galaxy. So they're fighting aliens. I know it's probably similar to the other Avengers movies where they're fighting aliens and stuff, but... This time you're fighting xenomorphs. This is something different, all right? And let's say, okay, because they don't know about this threat, Guardians of the Galaxy, they're not aware of it. So it's kind of hard, you know, they're, they're figuring out how to kill it, how to defend against it. You know, so if you're first going up against a xenomorph, of course, you know, you're not aware that it's blood, it's acid, and it can kill you, and it can burn you. So they find that out. Then you're not aware that out of the big head, there's a little head that pops out and just... Pew! So it, it will get in your face and growl and drool in your face like this. Why is it doing that, right? And then it opens his mouth and another little one comes out and and then it hits you with the deadly puncture <laughs> I'm not sure what you call that move but a deadly puncture it looks like a quick jab but it it punches through you killing you <laughs> that and that's the end of the movie <laughs> 
No, but imagine, you know, imagine Guardians of the Galaxy going up against the Xenomorphs. Oh, can you imagine a room full of face huggers? Wow, that. You know, those face huggers, that's. Those things really freak me out. Okay, because they're so agile, they're small, and it's not like a, a Chucky doll or something where it jumps on you and you can hurry up and quickly knock it off. These things have like the best vice grip ever. I mean, it's. You know, and then it's not about them just grabbing you. What they do is, that you know, they're not trying. You know, they take their tail and they use their tail to wrap around your neck just to get you to open your mouth. So its goal is, it's not trying to kill you. It's trying to get. It's trying to penetrate your mouth. It's trying to penetrate your mouth. And it, it. It uses his tail to cut off your, your the circulation, and you, you know, and you have no choice but to open up your mouth, and bam, like that's it's so gross, so gross. That thing always terrified me, and then every time something you're shooting it, and you're just using all these bullets trying to shoot it, and then you can even set it on fire while it's midair, and it can still come and land on. And it'll, it'll probably fall off of you because it's being burned, but probably not. I wouldn't want to chance that because it's too close on my face. That's uncomfortable. It looks uncomfortable. And what was crazy? I, I I used to think that Pennywise was the main horror villain that scares me the most. But normally when I think of aliens, I think of sci-fi. But also, Aliens has a lot of to me is more than sci-fi it has i mean it has that horror element to it too and that is very horrific i would not want a face hugger around me i mean i, I would rather battle a xenomorph than a face hugger for real i would take my chances with a xenomorph i know i know both i, I know that's crazy right but i would rather battle the xenomorph true story yeah but it also makes me think about the scene in, was it Infinity War? Where Spider-Man first encountered Guardians of the Galaxy. He encountered Ma um, Mantis. And <laughs> the first thing he saw when he thought when he saw her, he thought about the scene in Aliens. He was like, oh, please don't, oh, please don't hatch, don't, 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 don't hatch eggs inside of me. Oh, please don't, please don't, please don't. So I think it will be a cool idea they can bring that reference back up in, in the comic book that they're going to do. Because, of, of course, they, the fact that they're at the MCU, you're going to have to include Aliens versus Predator somewhere in the storyline. Now, Predator, that's a whole nother beast. Okay, so throughout the Predator movies, you know, the Predators, they seek the most violent areas in the world on Earth. And... They go there to test their will, you know, to test their skills, to see how they hold up against Earth's mightiest. And what do you think is going to happen once the Predators find out about Earth's mightiest? They're going to come down in battle. Okay, now if you've seen all of the Predator movies, you would know that 
you know, like the Predator that's from the first Predator movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger back in 1987. That Predator is a lot different than the one that was in the Predator that Danny Glover was in. And then the Alien vs. Predator movie. And then the Predators movie. And the, the Predator movie. So remember, you have a Predators and the Predator. Okay? The Predator was the latest one. Okay? And, but in, you, you, you take the first one that went up against Arnold Schwarzenegger, whose character name is Dutch, and who was defeated by Dutch, okay? I'm clapping because, hey, humans <laughs> defeated a predator. <laughs> That's gangster. Okay, so he battled Arnold Schwarzenegger, all right? He got killed, and somehow... Somehow, the information, I guess, you know, um, on how that Predator did against Arnold Schwarzenegger and his team, it got transferred over to the other Predators so they can learn. Um, it's a way of them learning about how human, about humans' capabilities as far as fighting-wise. And then so when Predator 2 happened, okay, the Predator on Predator 2 seemed a little bit different than the one in Predator 1. Number one, his dreads was longer. I don't know why they may have to make them longer. I don't know. Maybe they make some extra aerodynamic. Who knows? And stuff. And But he was still kind of similar to the Predator 1, but it seemed different. And it probably was different because it was a different setting. It was in, um, I believe it was Los Angeles. And you had the warring drug cartels going up against each other. And the Predator put himself in the mix of that to, to test his skills. All right. In Predators, okay, in that movie, what they did was the Predators was like, okay, well, we're tired of fighting humans on their home field. We're going to bring them on our home field. So at the beginning of the movie, you see random humans being dropped down in this junk, in, in a jungle. And you had guys who were convicts. You had guys who were ex-mercenaries. You know, had all types of people, different skill sets, different weaponry and stuff like that. And they were battling against the predators. But not just the predators. The predators had, they have, they have predator dogs. They had predator dogs. Okay. And they used those predator dogs as their pawns. Like it was, it was crazy. Cause I'm like, wow, I never seen anything like that. And then you had a scene where the, the, the OG predator that we saw, that type of predator was, was being held hostage by the new school predators who were bigger. And it was like predators on steroids. It's like, when the pre and I, I think the, what the predators did was I think also in, instead of just taking the skill set that the humans have and learning about it and learning our defensive defense mechanisms and how to counter it and stuff, oh they they they, they took them those performance enhancers also because these these predators they were big their bodies weren't just big their heads got bigger like how do you make your heads bigger steroids steroids that's that's what happened and um i mean i'm kidding i'm not sure if it's steroids but i'm speculating but it's it's true it's it's facts that in the predators movie you had the the 
big, big predators. They're bigger than the OG predators. So they were warring against each other. So the Adrian Brody, his character, they was able to pit them against each other. Okay, the the enemy of my enemy is my friend type thing. All right. So these things they evolve, and so can you imagine? And oh, you 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 also take the from the predator. Okay, they evolve. You had a giant. You had a nine foot predator. So can you imagine, all right? Oh, not just that. In the Aliens versus Predator movie, the sequel, Alien versus Predator Requiem, Requiem. I believe I'm saying that word right. You had the the xenomorph slash predator hybrid. That was in that movie, right? Let me see that. Yeah, it was in that movie because there was a scene where the Xenomorph burst, the chest buster, it burst through the Predator. And I think it grew up and evolved. Yeah, I, I have to go and rewatch that movie. I'm pretty sure it was a hybrid in there. Yeah, because it was the second one. I'm pretty sure. I'm going to have to go back and rewatch that. All right? Don't quote me on that. So, oh, you see how gangster these Predators are when they learn from the best of the best human fighters and killers can you imagine a predator coming down to earth okay let's say in the midst of this whole because see what what sets their radars off is violence violence because they figure okay there's some action down there let me go get in that action let me go test my skip my meta in that action Okay, so in Avengers, let's say, let's say this happened during Endgame or at the end of Infinity War, and they come down there. Let's say somewhere off. Okay, the Predators was battling some mutants, some X-Men somewhere. Okay, and they see Wolverine and come across Cyclops and all of those guys. And okay, Predator get his butt, get his butt kicked. All right. So what's gonna happen is that the information somehow they transfer that information back to their planet or their ship and they're like okay if we ever want to if we want to continue to keep the humans in check we see they got avengers over here and x-men protecting them and captain marvels and stuff so what we're gonna have to do we got to step our game up okay so let's try to let's see what we can do to defend against milnir or against iron man's tech or against hulk getting mad and stuff Okay, or Captain Marvel, or Wolverine's adamantium claws, or Captain America and his shield. You know, how are we supposed to defend against that? And then next thing you know it, a new predator evolves where it's equipped to go head to head against the Avengers, against the X-Men. Whoa, like, because it seems like the better the humans are, next the next when they make another predator movie, the better the predator is the predator is. So it, I think that would be interesting. That would be that would be a pretty good storyline. That would be a good storyline. I I can't wait to see that. I haven't bought a comic. Well, I haven't bought a comic book in over a year, but I would go see that. I will pay good money to. Well, I'm not gonna say good money because good money could mean a whole lot of money. But I am interested in that story. <laughs> Whoa! Can you? Wow! That's 
you gotta excuse me for this pause. I, I'm just thinking about that. I mean, I'm I'm just thinking like, wow, I grew up watching these movies as a little kid, and it's like, wow, I'm a grown up, and all of these characters are coming together, and I never thought that anything like that was possible, unless you had the action figures and you can imagine that they're fighting each other. You know, it's like, wow, what? Man, maybe there is a chance in this world where you can have predators and xenomorphs and Avengers and X-Men in the same movie, right? Next thing you know, we're going to have, we might have MCU characters in the same movie as DCU characters. Which maybe could be a possibility one day because there are comic books where they have crossover events. I'm not sure how many. I haven't I haven't read them, but I heard of it. That would be cool to, to, to put on screen. The power of imagination. Wow. That's why I love hey, I'm a grown up, that's why I love being a kid at heart. The power the power, the beauty of imagination. You know, imagination allows you to bring empathy. It allows you to be creative. And no matter how old you get, you do not shut down your imagination. Because if you shut that down, then guess what? We would not have the stuff, the creative stuff that we have today in this world. If it wasn't for imagination, I wouldn't be trying to do a podcast. I mean, hey, you know. But wow, that that would be something. You have Xenomorphs, Predators, against the Avengers. They don't even have to be against the Avengers. You can have them against like your second or third third tier comics, you know, or characters. All right, wow. I mean, that can, can you imagine Blade? Oh my goodness, can you imagine imagine Blade going up against a Predator? Like, think about that scene in The Predators where the guy who had the sword he went up against the Predator who had his sword, and the guy with his sword he was good. But he was no blade. Imagine Blade going up against a predator. Oh my. And see, I'm thinking about Wesley Snipes' blade. Marshawn Ali, I'm not sure how good of a blade he's going to be. I think he has potential to be great. He's, I think he has the acting chops down. There's no doubt in my mind that he can play that character. But I'm curious about the whole fighting style. Because that was Wesley Snipes right there. That was Wesley Snipes. I mean, that's some of the most pivotal, pivotal moments in the Blade franchise. Is those fight scenes, you know, and and of course the punchline. What what other superhero has a greater punchline than this? Some mofo's like the ice skate up a hill. <laughs> like there is no greater punch outside of. I am Iron Man. He did the snap. But I still like the blade one better because <laughs> that blade one, it didn't ha- it didn't take a situation. Well, I like them both for different reasons. But that's some gangster stuff, man. <laughs> but wow. But we're gonna end that segment right there. Student of the game podcast. Student of the Game podcast, Tavares Ellis back here. 
Okay, so can you imagine? Let, let's say I'm not, I'm not sure how many people who who seen the Alien vs Predator movie, the first one. Once again, that's the one with Sanaa Lathan as the lead. Okay, and there was a scene in there, and I'm pretty sure this scene is in in a couple of the other Alien standalone franchises, but I specifically remember this scene in on Alien vs Predator, where where you had people. They were um they, they were tied up pretty much they were tied up and there were there was a there were the, the eggs and the eggs that had the face huggers and what happened was is that <clears throat> excuse me the face huggers you know once the eggs were hatched the face huggers would jump out and they did like one of those matrix type type um type camera shots where it initially started off fast and while there was mid-air it went slow motion and then as they came down it went fast again they also did did a scene like that in Deuce Bigelow Mel Gigolo where you know they did the little matrix style scene where they shoot it in normal speed and then they'll slow it down you know they screwed it down alright for those who are not from H-Town screwed you know that's another word we use for slowing it down alright slowing down the pace okay can you imagine Spider-Man? Let's say you have Peter Parker and Miles Morales in. Let's say, hey, you know what? Let's throw Spider-Gwen in there also. And Peter Parker, <laughs> right? Throw all those, throw all of them in there. Let's say they're being tied up, right? And they're stuck in a room. And since you have four different versions of Spider-Man right there, let's raise the stakes a bit here. Instead of like 20 face huggers, imagine it being like Am, am, am I am I crazy for saying a thousand? Am I crazy for saying a thousand? I mean that's that's four different Spider-Mans, okay? <laughs> you know, all four are very quick. I take that back. And Spider Gwen, which is uh, that's she's not Spider Woman, but she's a woman with spider powers. She's they call her Spider Gwen. I'm not gonna call her Spider Woman because that's a totally different character, okay? So, so imagine that scene. Like you got face huggers. Now face huggers, they already look like giant big spiders, but of course they're stronger. And they, once again, they wrap their tail around your neck to get you to. <gasps> Can you imagine that scene? I mean, wow! I think that would be one of the most insane scenes ever. And I hate that I'm sharing this on this. I should keep that for myself for something. But hey, it's out there. I mean, I'm I'm just so excited about that. This alien versus predator, right? I already said, hey, you know, the the blade versus the predator in a sword fight that would be dope. But also, sp the Spider Man and Spider Gwen <laughs> going up against all these face huggers. Wow, I. I that that would be so amazing i mean that i think that would that could potentially be one of the best action sequences in a movie base huggers are quick they're agile i'm not sure if they're as quick as a spider but it sure does look like it they're quick enough and to have thousands of them in that room against the multiple spider-mans and spider Gwen, that would that will be a test test of everything. 
Strength in numbers. Strength in numbers, right? <laughs> Student of the game. While they are battling, okay, uh, imagine what would happen if one of the face huggers actually get on Peter Parker, you know, and succeed, okay, or, or Peter Parker, or Miles, or Gwen. Can you imagine the what what kind of freakish alien slash Spider Man or Spider Gwen or Spider Pig could 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 would would be born out of the resort of that i mean would it be half xenomorph half spider-man or what would it be a xenomorph shooting out acid in the form of web web shooters that i remember on alien resurrection the alien that they had this was about the closest one that looked like that looked human it walked on because this one here was birthed out of Sigourney Reaver's character Ridley Ripley <laughs> Ripley and it was it was light brown it was more of a tannish color and it was walking on both feet like like a man and then on the third one the alien because it the Xenomorph that got attached to Newt. Newt was the character, the little girl, that little eight-year-old girl in the Aliens, the second movie, and and um, it it, it got, got on the ship and it ended up being being a smaller alien. You know, I take that back. It did not get into Newt. It got into it got into the dog at the beginning of Alien Three. It got inside the dog, and this alien here, it was smaller, but it was very agile and quick. And it was moving on all fours like a dog. I'm not sure if anybody remember that. Well, if you've seen the movie, you remember it. If you haven't seen it, I highly recommend you going to go see it. But that would be insane how an alien would, the xenomorph would look combined like with one of the Spider-Men or Spider-Gwen. Wow, can you imagine that? I know I can. All right, I'm done. I'm done with this. I'm so excited, so don't be surprised if you hear me talk about this randomly on another episode, because why, I, I can't wait to see this, I'm, I'm all giddy up like a little kid, man, what man, Whew. I feel like I'm eight years old again, <laughs> alright, student of the game.